Good evening. It is 6.30 on the 2nd of August. Um, I was confused because I was looking at my phone and it said 4.52 when I was wondering what the heck that was about. It's an alarm. An alarm that I have set. Anyways, this podcast, I want to talk about I don't, I don't know how to, to label it. Um, I don't like using the terminology lustful thinking or impure thoughts, terminology that you'll often hear in Christian circles. I don't like using that terminology because I don't like using any kind of terminology that sounds like a secret handshake. I was listening to a podcast recently with, I forget who it was. I want to say it was Joe Rogan and a comedian, but I don't know if that's accurate. It might have been something else. But whoever it was in whatever podcast it was, they were making the point that when you show up to church or or a club or whatever it is, I'm pretty sure it was Joe Rogan. Um, Let me mute that. I apologize. If you show up to, to some event... It could be a sporting event. It could be um, something like Magic the Gathering that my wife and I go to uh, currently on a weekly basis. There's going to be certain terminology, certain phrases, certain memes is a good word for it that people do and participate in that it, it, it both poses a question and makes a statement at the same time. The question is, do you understand what I'm saying? Are you part of the club? Are are you hip? Do you get it? Now, this might not be an intentional. It's not. A, it's not a, a clear thought that they're having. It's not like they're thinking this. But the question is asked all the same. So when you go, I you have a blank look when they say, "Oh yeah, you're gonna have to tap that man at it to draw two, and then um, I'm pretty sure you scry after that." If you've never played magic, that you're just gonna go, "I don't, huh?" You're just gonna give the person a blank stare. But if you have, you're going to go, oh, yeah, thank you. Right, I meant to do that at the end of my turn. I wanted to do it before I kicked this in. And, oh, that all makes sense. Same as if you go to church and people say, oh, I had this this calling. The Lord put a, put a, a, um, a I felt a, a moment of peace or this, this, uh, the, the, this, uh, the spirit, something, another, or. Put something on my heart? Yeah. Isn't that another thing? Yeah. There's there's a there's a lot there's there's a ton of them but I haven't hung around in the church circle for a while so I'm kind of forgetting them but I know the lingo when I hear it and I've actively tried not to participate in it just as when I play magic I've actively considered the various memes and tried to avoid them the various ways of saying things the various tones of voice there's a there's a phrase that you pretty much can't go on a magic event you cannot go to a magic event that's of at least eight people or bigger without hearing seems good. It, it's just, it's almost impossible. Somebody will play something, a card, or you'll you'll destroy their creature, or you'll do 10 points of damage to them, and they'll just, seems good. It just, you're going to hear that. The reason I mention all of this is because I don't want to use the various Christian terminology when talking about 
looking at porn or masturbation. I was listening to a podcast of my brother's recently, and he and two other guys were talking about Lustful Thoughts. That was the name of the podcast. If you want to listen to it, it's the Wildwood Window, and the episode just came out today, and it's called Lustful Thoughts. And I told my brother that it sounded like three guys that weren't being honest. It sounded like three guys that weren't really making a point. They were sort of glossing over things. And I wanted to sit down with my wife and talk about this issue because it's something that has come up with within our relationship. And it's something that I think has a big kind of voodoo, scary, spooky feeling around it. People don't really know how to talk about the subject. There's a lot of that in the Christian environment that I found is people don't really know how to talk about things, and so they don't. They just use funny lingo and bits of biblical verses, and oh, if you're having lustful thoughts, okay, what does that even mean? What is a lustful thought? Is a lustful thought thinking, it'd be nice to go and have coffee with that girl? Is that a lustful thought? Well, no, you're just thinking about having coffee. Well, what if I'm imagining myself, you know, having a good time with her? Well, what do you mean by a good time? I mean, just I'm sitting across the table from her. There's no physical contact and we're, we're chatting over coffee. Well, it could be a lustful thought. In some circles, it would be. Or do you have a chaperone nearby? Is, is your mom or your dad there? So I want to get Vera involved here. And she didn't grow up in the church in the same way that I did. So she comes at Christianity from a very different angle. Um, you just yeah. jump in whenever you want. Like if I'm talking, I mean, you want to say something, you just like raise your hand or whatever. Like the environment I grew up in was very different from the one that you did and your brothers obviously grew up in as well. I mean, I guess that's not obvious. Um, but the whole subject of sexuality was kind of flipped in my house where everything was kind of on the table. Yeah, you mean compared to mine, where it was yeah. like super don't talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the interesting thing about that subject in general, sexuality, is that the boundaries lie within each individual. It depends on the individual how comfortable they are sharing mm-hmm. however much detail they want to. Mm-hmm. And I think people have a difficult time with that, especially people that follow a certain set of rules Mm -hmm. they want rules for everything Mm -hmm. it's difficult to make your own rules very difficult Mm -hmm. so it's almost impossible it might be impossible to make your own rules make completely on your own oh yeah i mean you have to have something to build from yeah um but it's easier to just spit out the same old nonsense that you've heard however many times every Sunday. Right. Um, yeah, but but with our relationship, we've, I mean, I don't know what to attribute it to exactly, but we haven't really followed <laughs> uh, any particular set of rules. We've tried different things out many times. I think that's been our biggest, our biggest, 
the largest boon for us is that we have tried different things out. Whereas oh, yeah. a lot of relationships are like, oh, especially a Christian relationship, it's like, nope, this is what the Bible says. Always come back to the Bible. Always return to the Bible. Yeah. You hear that. What does the Bible say? What does the Bible say? It's like, you're not actually growing if all you're doing is returning to this stagnant thing. The Bible itself does not grow and change. You do. So you yeah. have to go and look within yourself to figure out these things. Yeah, the benefit of doing that is that you figure out what the idea is behind whatever thing is being spat at you. Like yeah, run through rule. the filter of where you're at right now. Exactly, because things can have an infinite number of interpretations, mm -hmm. so it doesn't make sense to take anything for whatever face value is. Mm -hmm. I mean, you could see a movie. You can have an opinion about, let's say, for example, some person has a very anti-gay view of things they're just mm. no homosexuality is wrong two women or two men being together is just that's wrong wrong wrong, wrong. <laughs> okay then they go and they watch a movie or they're on netflix and they're just they're, they click on a movie and they don't really know what it's about it seems interesting maybe they've got the day off whatever and they're watching this movie and it's it's about a couple of guys and the couple of guys are like really good friends and you don't even realize until say two-thirds of the way through that they're actually a couple and like that's the first time that they kiss you're like oh i didn't realize this was the movie but you keep on watching it because it's it's really good and you actually like maybe like one of the actors like well i mean like, that doesn't bother me so much so they kissed once okay, okay whatever i didn't realize it was a gay movie and it's been so good up to this point and i really like the story i'll just keep on watching it and then towards the end of the movie one of the, the two guys gets seriously hurt, like really, really, really hurt, and he's in the hospital, and his his partner comes to visit him, but he can't go and view him. He can't go and see him because he's not actually family. Mm -hmm. And you're like, what the, is that real? And then you realize that up until, well, it's no longer real, but maybe in I some states, maybe know. in some states. I think it's state to state. A lot of states Possibly. it's not, I don't think. I don't know enough about it. But anyways, that that kind of thing happened that's i i can give that story because that kind of thing happened to me i was it was actually watching a documentary about a different gay couple so i knew exactly what i was getting into and i pursue different things that go against the way of thinking because i've always done that it, i i attribute it to a very high openness trait open <laughs> i sorry i'm gonna cut you off but i remember this this older couple these two guys they were like in their 60s or something one of them was 70 and one of them he was ill and he went to the hospital and his partner who had been with him for 45 years or something, something just like they were a couple. He could not even see him when he was on like maybe death's door. And I was just like, that's wrong. That's just, that's just wrong. Yeah. Like just call them best friends. He can't even be in there and like hanging out with the person that he spent most of his life with, mm -hmm. like because they're gay. Like there's nothing right about that but a lot of people won't have those thoughts is my point they won't question and go like well, how does this actually look in the day-to-day -day? well i just don't like the idea of one man putting his penis in the other man oh, yeah. okay well that's too bad because it happens i think exposure to different thoughts is a huge part of that i, I think that we can distance ourselves from people and cultures and ideas very easily by just turning the other way yeah. by, by not going toward whatever thing it is we're afraid of. Yeah, you just saying that made me think of the phrase putting your head in the sand. Mm. 
And I thought, yeah. was thinking, I could see somebody, and I saw somebody holding the, their Bible, and the whole world is, has all these crazy things going on. It's like a, a, they're in the middle of a circus or a, a carnival or something, and they're just like, I, I don't, I don't want to look at it all. So they put their head right in their Bible. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, you're not, you're not going to understand any of those things unless you actually take a moment, like, hey, what is actually going on here? Oh, this is a, a balloon animal salesman. Oh, what's a balloon animal? Well, let me show you. Oh, I heard pops and sounds. I thought it was really scary. No, it's just a balloon animal. Every once in a while, I blow the balloon animal up a little bit too much and, and I twist it and it, and, it, and it breaks. So I have to do another one. Mm-hmm. Something I thought of recently or that came to mind, and I'm not sure I have it right yet, but I was thinking about fear and how it seems to be... Uh, what fear is, is... An avoidance it's a really not wanting to understand a thing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and on the flip side I don't know if it would be love or compassion compassion is what had come to mind originally mm. um, and I thought that love would be the product of that um, on the fear side hate would be the product mm. but I'm not sure it could be reworked and rethought, I'm sure, a number of times. But compassion is a desire to understand something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know what it is that Yoda says about the whole what leads to the dark side. Something like hate leave, leads to anger or anger leads to hate or something. But I, I think that it starts sooner than that because I don't think you start with, with hate or anger. I think you start with frustration. Frustration? Yeah, I think it starts with frustration. So you are frustrated about something. And, and frustration has different degrees. You can be really frustrated, like, I can't get the thing to work, or I don't understand, or I can be like, man, I don't, where do I turn? Is it, was it on, on cherry, or do I go left on maple? Oh my goodness, I, I'm, oh, this is really frustrating because I left the freaking instructions on the table and I can picture exactly where it's at. Oh man, it I don't seems, know where to go. It seems though that the, the seed would be not understanding. Right, exactly. So, the but then unknown. that leads to frustration, yeah. which can lead to anger, okay, so and then you're the, mad. Kind of the branch into yeah. the, onto the dark side. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. So, to bring this back around to the whole lustful thing, the issue that I see that happens in the the Christian environment is a head in the sand kind of approach. It's 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 a complete avoidance of actually trying to understand what this is. For example. I remember a big, my, my personal breaking point with Christianity, I thought, there is no way that the God of all the universe, of all creation, mm-hmm. wants me to lie. Mm-hmm. There's, there's no way that that's part of the deal. That just can't be it. Mm-hmm. And how I'm learning Christianity to be wants me to lie about a lot of things, mm-hmm. a whole lot of things. No, you're not having those thoughts. Just push them away. No, you're not going to swear. It's like, well, sometimes saying this fucking thing works so much better than pretty much any other string of words can. It's hard to beat the word fuck. (laughs) And so to say that, no, you have to shut that down. It's like the whole Louis C.K. bit about the news person that says, Today on on Twitter, so-and-so said the N-word. It's like, you you just say nigger. Like, yeah. I'm not asking you to go out in the street and yell it and say, you're a dumb nigger. Like, I'm not suggesting you do that. Like, I even dropped my voice there because I really don't want that to carry. Yeah. But if you're going to say the N-word, 
you may as well say what the person actually said because you just made me say it in my head. So it does the same thing. I think it it does more than that, though. I think it feeds the fire of, mm-hmm. the, of the taboo nature. Of right, that. exactly. Because if it did the exact same thing, you might say, well, then what does it matter? Just say the N-word. Yeah, you're just reinforcing not. the right. power that it has over everything. Exactly. Which is what I think a lot of the suggestions in that podcast of your brothers and the other folks that are involved in it, what they had suggested people do with lustful thoughts yeah, does the very same thing. Right. It's the same kind of thing that, that like, it doesn't work. It's like telling the, the person that's really overweight and they're trying to avoid sugar, mm-hmm. oh, just don't think about sugar. Yeah. Just to pretend like it's not in the world. Like, mm-hmm. oh, okay. Or any desire. That's That doesn't happen. Yeah. So you have to look at it. The only way to actually defeat a fear or something that's causing a problem is to look right at it and go, mm-hmm. so so you're a single guy, you're laying in bed, and you're, th- and you, and you're browsing your, your phone because you, you can't get to sleep, or you just woke up or something, whatever. You're browsing your phone, you're on Instagram, mm-hmm. and you happen to have followed um, some video game channel, and it's the San Diego Comic Con, and they're posting different cosplay people like the this year's best cosplay Mm -hmm. and you see some scantily clad women a a harley quinn uh some video game characters and they're wearing you know basically bikinis and you're like oh there's a little tingle down down in my pants and suddenly i'm thinking about checking out some of those websites that i i happen to just know the url and i can type in and go to very quickly because i've even Re- Google knows the URL for me. Re- regrettably <laughs> have gone to because I'm such a sinful person. Okay, if you really have a problem with going and looking at porn, the first thing to look at is, is it a problem? Mm-hmm. How much are you going? Oh, I'm going, you know, once a week when I just can't resist the temptation. Okay, how often are you getting the temptation? How often is the thought to go and look at porn? Oh, every day, every day. Okay, why? Mm-hmm. Why is that happening? Now, if you don't ask any of these questions and you just run away, nope, 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 nope. I'm just going to, as soon as I saw the cosplay, the gals, I, I unfollowed that Instagram and I started thinking about the swing set and mm, la la la, swing set, playing in the sandbox, la 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 la. Like, it's, that other thought is still hanging out right there, just kind of like, all right, what are you, you're, you're being very silly. I'm just going to chill here. It might even be growing. Yeah. Because it has no release. Right. It, it might be like, okay, fine, you're going to ignore me? I'll just walk off and I'll just go eat some crackers and it'll be bigger the next time. Mm-hmm. And, and you go, no, it doesn't get bigger. Oh, no? Then why do you eventually give in? Mm-hmm. Either it gets bigger or you diminish it. Mm-hmm. And the only way to diminish the, the, the desire to beat off or, or look at some porn is to actually look at what's going on here. For example, in our own relationship, the reason that I would sometimes look at porn, I I can't say it was always this reason, because it wasn't always this reason, but some of the times that I would look at it is because I wanted to have some sort of sexual interaction with you, but you were busy or things with our relationship weren't weren't great right then. I've been moody many a time in our relationships history right so there'd be (laughs) some reason where i'd be thinking you know i just don't think my advances are going to be received all that well right now now that could have been completely in my head well it was completely in my head but how accurate was i don't know 
but I just yeah. felt like not dealing with it. Yeah, we both put a lot of obstacles up between each other, and I would say that a lot of those started with me because I would get really emotional and I would have days on end where I, I was in a bad spot and yeah. I didn't look at what that was yeah. for a very long time, years of our relationship. And it hasn't been until recent that we've been breaking those barriers down. Yeah, like small things. I go to ArtStation, this website where artists from all over the world, some are amazing and others are really, really, really bad. Um, <laughs> I don't look at the bad ones. I only look at the ones that are good. That's not true. You sent me a bad one today. Oh, yeah. That's true. <laughs> so I do, I do see the, the bad ones, but I don't write any stories for the bad ones. Mm. And I look for a piece of art that has to do with whatever. It hits me a certain way, and I and I go, yeah, I want to write a story for that. And then, then I write my di- daily story. And a, a lot, well, I don't know about a lot, but there's a fair number of, of drawings. It's all, it's all drawing stuff of, of scantily clad and occasionally nude women like various art studies that i see of people where there's just a, a black and white charcoal thing that somebody's done for an art class mm-hmm. and somebody could say oh well that's in immoral and that's improper really drawing the human body is immoral well it's just like anything a, a gun by itself is not a murderer mm-hmm. a donut by itself is not somebody that's obese mm-hmm. now it can uh, play a part in somebody murdering it can the, the donut can become a part of somebody becoming obese mm-hmm. porn can become a vice where you just are always doing that but mm-hmm. the the person that is continually looking at porn probably isn't doing something else well, yeah <laughs> there's there's probably a reason you mean like they're avoiding something yeah. else and they're replacing whatever that thing is that they might need with porn. Exactly. Yeah. So my advice to anybody that is is struggling with porn and looking at it is to first off look, how much are you actually looking at it? Mm-hmm. How much are you thinking to look at it? Mm-hmm. Is it something that's consuming your your time and it just like you just are constantly looking at it? There's a whole nother aspect that where masturbating is, is demonized in, in the 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 Christian world it's like you shouldn't touch yourself it's like yeah. really like there that doesn't make any sense there's there's no logical justification for that and there's no explanation it's just no don't do that All right it's oh I, like I I'm, I'm I'm trying to think of what the actual reason is that 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 people get but there, there's it's always really vague it's like oh you shouldn't have less lustful thoughts why like what's why? Why shouldn't I look at porn? Oh, well, because you want to save yourself for your for your wife. Okay, I'm I'm looking at porn. How? What is that? I don't. I'm not sure what you're. Yeah. Or what, what if I share the porn with my wife? Right. Well, if you don't have a wife, I'm saying oh. it's like you. Well, you know, if you're a young man and and you've spent the last five years of your life and and you well, maybe the problem isn't that you were looking at porn, but that that time wasn't being used wisely. Maybe you could have used that time to read a book and further your understanding of the world so that you became a more appealing potential mate to a female. Mm-hmm. Maybe the problem isn't that you're looking at naked women getting fucked by two dudes on a website. It's that you're not doing something so that you can get a girlfriend or a wife. So it's just, mm-hmm. it's just you're kind of in this limbo zone. Oh, 
but it's very easy to point to the porn as the problem. It's like, no, yeah. the, the porn isn't the problem. It's you not doing something useful with that time that's the problem. It's the same issue, in my opinion, which is why I've had a very difficult time with the organization of AA. Uh-huh. Not that I've really been a part of that, but a lot of my family members have been in the past. And the idea behind their whole system is it's a little distracting, I would say, much like religion can be, mm-hmm. especially when misinterpreted. When it comes to alcoholism, I know this isn't sexuality or, you know, porn addiction, but it is an addiction. It can be, certainly. Porn addiction? Yeah. 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 That's, okay. Um, but you can have alcohol and have it not be a problem. Yeah. But what I think alcoholism is is a symptom of a deeper issue which is what everything addiction would exactly Mm -hmm. and i think people get very distracted and they want an easy answer so they just say no more of this completely right yeah rather than honestly meditating yeah on, on whatever feelings that might arise when say they get the impulse to look at porn right or to eat an entire pizza or something or yeah whatever their problem might be i just had an image in my head of some guy he's a he's a young christian guy maybe it's my brother i don't know but because i don't know how much he plays video games but i I got an image of some christian person going each sunday they go to church and they hang out with their church friends and they occasionally talk about you know i'm struggling every once in a while I, i look at porn but they don't mention how they play six hours of video games on average every single day like that's what they are thinking about all the time they're just i want to play i want to get to the new level of this and i want to unlock that new thing and go to that the new zone that there's that's coming out in that latest expansion oh i hope to get i was watching these videos and the the new guns that they're going to have and all that new armor blah 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 blah, and the whole new skill tree it's going to be so amazing it's like okay so what you feel bad about is the two minutes that you went and looked at some naked women but you don't feel bad about the 20-odd hours, 30-odd hours that you're spending every week playing a video game. Like, boy, that seems a little bit wacky there, don't you think? Like, and on the, whole, on the point of the whole masturbation thing, why is it okay to get a massage, but it's not okay to have your, your, your penis touched? Like, what I mean is, uh, it's totally fine for a Christian to go and get a, 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 a scalp massage or a full-body massage. But as soon as they want to touch their own dick, then you got a problem. No, you, you can't do that. that that's, that's, that's wrong. I mean, this, for me, it had been so pounded into my head that masturbation or anything sexual was wrong that it's probably not until the last two years, honestly, where I haven't felt bad after I masturbated. Like, mm. almost every single time I did up until probably about two years ago, and two lessering degrees as time went on, but certainly in my 20s, every single time I felt like you are such a piece of shit. You are just absolute scum. And I just felt like like I committed a, a triple homicide and then scalped the bodies and then and drug them through the streets or something. Like it was just mm-hmm. the most vile, disgusting thing. It's like, mm-hmm. what is wrong with you, you horrible, sick person? I don't think that you're alone. And I don't know what that that stems from because there's nothing wrong with it unless there becomes something wrong with it you might go well what does that mean 
It's just like anything. Well, it's shamed in Christian, uh, many Christian circles, if you want to put it that way. Yeah, uh, There true. was a guy that I went to high school with, and everybody in our friend, friend group knew that this was the case because one person found out and told everyone. Yeah. And it was kind of funny, but also really sad. Okay. Every time he would masturbate, he would punch the wall to punish himself. Yeah, right. I remember I, I knew that went somewhere like that. So, I mean, it, it's a problem that's everywhere, and you got to wonder, what's the alternative? There's got to be a better I think a better way to interpret the Bible. It's because it's such a deeply personal thing. Mm-hmm. It's like things of a sexual nature, potentially, depending on how the things, you're, you're, and, I, and I didn't really mean your sexual organs, but I, I do now, your, the, the male penis, the female vagina, their primary function in life, like what their, their, mm-hmm. their main core Mission. uses yeah mission whatever you want to call it is to reproduce mm-hmm. that that should be a very i almost want to say sacred thing that you give a lot of thought to like mm-hmm. you shouldn't just be indiscriminately having children because that's really irresponsible like right. one of the most irresponsible things that you could possibly do actually yeah indiscriminately having sex is right. the step before that so I think the Christian idea that you want to be really careful about that and you should save it, there is a, a nugget of truth there. Like, mm-hmm. yes, you shouldn't just be out sleeping around and if you're a guy putting babies in people and then just mm-hmm. running off and then those babies don't have fathers and then mm-hmm. maybe it makes the women's lives a, a, an extreme burden. Admittedly, they, they have more resources now than ever before. A woman that was going to have a child and she was single 100 years ago was fucked. I mean, she was just, you're just fucked. You're, you're, that's it. You're game over. You're done. Yeah, and even if you make it out okay, maybe the child isn't as awesome as they could be. No, you don't make it out okay. Like, 100 or more years ago, there's no making it out okay. Okay, sure. I... Maybe I'm thinking of more of a modern scenario then. Yeah, because the way I've heard it described is that no matter what level of society you're at, you're just screwed. If it was outside of marriage is what I'm saying. Because you're ostracized from your family of high class hmm. and they don't want anything well, to do with you. What if you're not in a high class? Then if you're a single mother, no one is taking care of you. You can't work. You can't... Like, you're just screwed. So protecting... The institution of marriage and going okay a white a, a woman needs a male there to help her and a sister so she can have this kid and she can watch the kid and care for the kid and be provided for Th- that is that seems pretty reasonable and like a smart idea it's not it's not a stupid thing but I think it gets so blown out of proportion that it ends up with now you shouldn't even touch your dick like oh okay I'm all on board with having a wife before you get her pregnant gets like just randomly getting people pregnant but that doesn't need to go all the way to the extreme of now you shouldn't touch your dick i'm good with the waiting i'm good with you consciously having children and and being smart about it but i think you can masturbate occasionally as well now again if you're needing to do it three times a day like 
there's something else going on there and you Maybe need to you figure that out working out or something yeah <laughs> right like the That very well could be the root of it. I'm sure there's more to it. Oh, of course, yeah. I just... Because masturbation feels good, a lot of people do it for that reason. Yeah, and a lot of things that feel good get attributed to a vice. Like, oh, drinking feels good. Oh, smoking feels good. I like the high. And that makes sense. Why, though? Because they are... They become vices. Right. It's so pleasurable. You're like, ah, this is all I want to do. This is all I want to do. I do this constantly. Why would I do anything else? All I want to do is eat the the fatty, sugary things. Yeah. Like, ah, the the, the salty things and the the McDonald's because it feels good. Mm -hmm. It feels good now, but give it 10 minutes and you're going to feel like piss. Yeah, I see a lot of that where I work. It's candy and donuts and McDonald's and what are you doing? Right. Well, not thinking. (laughs) But that doesn't mean that, like, I mean, there are some things that I think that you should just flat out go, okay, doesn't matter how, like, I'm sure crack cocaine feels great. That's why a lot of people do it. I'm sure heroin feels great. That's why a lot of people do it and get so addicted to it. I have no interest in doing either of those things. Mm. Now, I've had beer, I've had alcohol, mm-hmm. and I don't want to write it out of my life, but I don't want it to become something where I'm just constantly going to either. So Yeah, where it's just a habit. Right. Oh, I've got to have my beer. It's it's 6 p.m. I'm going to have my beer. It's just yeah. what I do. I'm going to have my beer. Like, okay, what? why is that part of your habit? Like, why is anything at all that you do, period, part of your habit? Well, I have to sleep. Okay, but do you have to sleep at exactly the same time every night? Can you mix it up? Like, we usually are in bed by 9. Yeah. And we're usually up by 5. But that's not always how it goes. Yeah. And this Saturday, we're probably going to be up a bit later because mm-hmm. we want to watch the UFC event that's happening. Mm-hmm. And we're not so strict and rigid where we go, nope, can't do it. No, not happening. have been there and done that. Yeah. But for... I'm glad that we did because now I can see, okay, it's, that was practice. It's how is this life when we do it in this way, Yeah. which is having a very strict and rigid schedule that we do the same thing every day because varying from that feels like thinking. Yeah. And it is, which is good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's good to think. I think so. <laughs> so as far as the whole porn thing the issue that i have the number one issue that i have with the whole christianity aspect that seems to be taken so often is this this avoidance and that's that is so often and and it's 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 a twofold issue the first issue is that thinking about porn thinking about some woman wearing a, a bikini thinking about anything sexual at all is wrong and secondly, acting on those impulses is wrong. Going to look at some porn, going and masturbating. Now, I don't know what kind of thoughts most people are having when they're having, quote, lustful thoughts, unquote. Mm-hmm. But the impression that, I was, that I've had is that people are imagining like a scene playing out in their head. They see some gal walking down the street. It's hot summer day and she's got short shorts, short enough where you can see like the curve of her ass and you're just, you, you picture yourself running over there and I, and I guess effectively raping her. Yeah, that's probably not the greatest thought to have. I never have those kind of thoughts. Like I just, I don't picture myself doing that kind of thing 
at all in mm-hmm. public because it's like it doesn't work. It mm-hmm. falls apart real quick. <laughs> so my the the lustful thoughts that I'll have is just it's more of an appreciation. It's I'm looking at this woman and I'm going, yeah, she's pretty, but I'm not thinking about doing anything. The the only times that I can remember, I've heard people saying, "Oh, undressing with eyes," or like you're you're mm. eye fucking me. I the only times that that's happened is when I've forced myself to do it. And I've thought like, "Okay, what would that person look like naked?" And the reason I'm doing this is because I've heard this talked about, mm-hmm. so I'm going to see how if I can do it. And it's like, I I guess I can kind of do it. I, I mean, I've got the general shape of their body, so I, I can kind of guess. Mm. But this is very silly. And it feels kind of strange. Yeah. Especially to do it, you know, real time. Yeah, and, it, and it right feels... in front of you. <laughs> it's, it's, it's forced. Like, even yeah. if they're not right in front of me, but, like, I'm at a restaurant and I see the, the waitress and she's got a, a tight, you know, white shirt on or something and, and tight pants. Like, okay, I guess I can imagine that that's all skin color and it doesn't have the, the wrinkles like, like a shirt does. But mm-hmm. it's it's very... It's, it's awkward and it's very forced. Like, th- those aren't... That's not... I don't know if I'm in the minority here, and it's just weird, but that's not how it usually happens. It's just more of a, oh, that's a, an attractive gal. Mm-hmm. Neat. I'm glad she crossed my view. Mm-hmm. But th- th- is that, that's wrong? That's a lustful thought? Like, those are the ones that I should be smacking myself? No. Oh, bad Dell. Oh, no. God hates you for appreciating the beauty that he's put in the world. Like, what? What? Like, I can't stop and appreciate some flowers or a, a, a a gorgeous dog that somebody has or an expertly built piece of architecture. Oh, no, you're appreciating beauty in the world. Slap, slap. No, don't do that. What? But even on the flip side, people will... I think I've said that so many times. Uh, It's a conversation. But it's interesting how some people will have that perspective where they think it's wrong to look at attractive females out and about. Yeah. But... They're fine with looking at a morbidly obese person and, and looking at everything that that right. person has to offer yeah. and judging that person. Yeah, even looking Probably at that person poorly. longer. Like, yeah. oh, look at how gross that is. Oh, I can't believe they let themselves go. Why don't yeah. they ever hit the Especially gym? Especially if oh, they're walking goodness. out of a you know, fast food restaurant. Or right, something. and they're carrying a diet. and You'll, you'll have this common. You'll have yeah. all these thoughts like, oh, yeah, like the diet's going to do it for you. Like you're having ten times more thoughts than you are – you're having 10 times more thoughts about that person than you are about the gal that walks out right behind her carrying the, the frappuccino and, you know, looking cute that day or whatever. It's like, oh, she's cute. Oh, no, now you're the bad guy. Oh, now you've fucked up. Like, what? Like, I understand if every time you see in a gal that's attractive, you want to rush to the bathroom and beat off. Like, okay, but that, again, speaks to something larger. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it seems like a problem. That sounds like you've got an issue there. But that's not most people. Mm-hmm. Most people are, they see a gal like, oh, she's cute, cool, mm-hmm. going about my day. Oh, is that a lustful thought? I guess, according to some people it is, but gee whiz, that's ridiculous. That's absolutely ridiculous. I wonder what's changed. It seems as though something culturally has changed. What do you mean? Just... As, as though it's it's not okay to recognize when somebody's attractive, at least not allowed. Uh, maybe I'm wrong. I, think it ha- I mean, the whole Me up, Too thing certainly didn't help with that. Well, sure. But, I mean, even where I work, there have been comments. I've only heard, you know, females say, oh, that guy is, like, 
you know, really handsome or good looking or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like the, what? Yeah. Thanks. Some guy's handsome, good looking. Yeah. And people are fine with a female saying that about a male. Uh-huh. But when it comes to the other way around, if there are females around, it seems to be the, the, the determining factor whether or not it's an okay thing to say. Mm. If a female is present, it's not okay for a guy to say, Oh. Well, you said that one guy said, oh, you look nice today or whatever. That's true. Is that a, a rarity? Was he older? He's like, I just don't give a shit anymore. <laughs> I don't know what his deal is. He just, I don't know. I, I think a lot of guys are on tiptoe. They're like sort of in this mode of, okay, everything just shifted. We got to figure out how we play this game because yeah. this can go really, really bad for us. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I mean, James Gunn had tweets. Admittedly, they're they're not the greatest tweets, but they were ten years ago. And yeah. I saw something today saying, you know, since he works for Disney, he should know better. It's like he works for Disney now. He didn't mm-hmm. then. Like you can't hold him account. It's like you know that you remember Dell back when you tripped your brother. You should know better. It's like I I'm sorry. What I'm 34 years old. Yeah, but you should know better. You shouldn't be doing that. Uh, <laughs> that happened 20 fucking years ago, but. You should know better than to do that. I don't, what planet are what in the hell? Do I need to punch you in the neck? Like yeah. what? Where's your head? It's completely negating the possibility that people can change and transform into something better. Right. Which is what I think Christianity is about. <laughs> I had this talk, and I think I deleted. I think it was one of the ones that I tried multiple times, and I deleted it. And mm. the whole talk about it was. The liberals, it was, it was the paradox of the liberal and the conservative two sides. The, the, the liberal side often is the side that will say, we got to give these people a second chance. Like, people yeah. make mistakes. It's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, give them a second chance. Whereas the conservative side says, no, they fucked up. They, they stole. We got to put them in jail. Have the hard line. Mm-hmm. And yet, I can forget where I took it. Now, now, but there, there was some sort of paradox there where. Well, liberals often want to regulate everything yeah. and tell people how to live. Right. Whereas conservatives want less government, less Right, ruling, right, right. I think that's where I went with it. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. it is paradoxical because right. they're aiming for the other side. Yeah, they're fighting against themselves at the same time that they're fighting each other. Like, what in the hell is going on here? Yeah, I think that is exactly where I went. It's like, less government. Less regulation, but enforce the law firmly on these things. Like, wait, hang on, what? And then the other side, oh, people, people change. It's okay. We gotta give them a second chance. We could, we can take these people to rehabilitation, and you know, even like in the Norwegian countries where that Nails Brevik guy killed seventy three people. He's he's not on death row. He's on this little what they call a prison. He's in a little cabin, and he learns lessons and stuff. And he's mm. it's like people screw up, like. That's a really big screw up. Like, wow. <laughs> but even he gets a second chance. Holy crap. Wow. But here in the U.S., like, you smoked a joint? Put him in jail. So, anyways, I, I want to wrap this up. I. I don't know. The, the main advice that I would have is to. Think for your own damn self. Like, question these things. Don't just turn to the Bible every single time. Like, 
the Bible's not going anywhere. It hasn't changed much for a very long time. Mm -hmm. So don't just keep on going back to the Bible, going back to the Bible, going back to the Bible. That's great to do that occasionally to see what this says, but you have to run it through what you know and how you've learned things. Like, what is the problem, like I said, with appreciating beauty? There isn't any. To think that God doesn't want you to appreciate the beauty that he allowed in this world is insane. That's just nuts, and you're wrong. Like, there's just no way around that. Yeah, you gotta think about intention. Right. I had this, just ending on this, uh, maybe I guess we'll end on this weird thing. I had this thought the other day, Joe Rogan was talking to a physicist, Sean Carroll, and they were talking about gene editing, which the physicist admitted, he's like, I don't really know a whole lot about this, so I can only just say what I do know. But they were talking about how it'll only be the really rich that will be able to afford the designer children, and Joe Rogan was saying, oh, people will be really mad about that, and I thought, they'll only be mad about that until they see a perfect being. What if the right combination. I just imagined the first, like, flawless individual being born. And this male or female is just like the epitome of the feminine. And the male was the epitome of the masculine. And people are just like, oh, okay. Yeah, we don't care that the rich are doing that. These people are basically gods. They're like intelligence off the charts, strong, like, Imagine the the most athletic, just the best possible of every human that's ever lived just come into existence. Suddenly you have this ideal. Yeah, none of you now can be that, but you could work to have your offspring be that. And I don't think people would be so upset as soon as that happened. So how to segue this into the other thing. Try and figure out what the best version of yourself is. No, you can't genetically modify yourself right now. Maybe never, maybe not in our lifetimes, but you don't need to. But I certainly don't think that the best version of yourself is one that involves you feeling really bad every time you think about some pretty woman that you saw or each time that you want to go and masturbate. Go and masturbate. I really don't think God cares that you rubbed your dick a few times so that semen came out of it. I I really don't think he cares about that. Can I say something? Of course. Maybe if you're not comfortable jumping from avoiding masturbation to going to masturbate, you could do something in the middle as sort of a stepping stone, and that's sit still when you have the impulse to masturbate and really feel that feeling. Yeah, that's a good idea. Try and discover it and, and understand what that might be about. Try and get a feel for how your body feels, what thoughts are going through your mind, and don't try to stop yourself from feeling those things because there's nothing wrong with that. And I, I would add to that, ask yourself those questions. Don't just sit yeah. there and think it, but ask it on Like, why is it that I want to masturbate right mm-hmm. now? And like, actually ask it out loud. Mm-hmm. Well, because I have this idea in my head. Okay, what idea is that? Be honest with yourself. Don't just go, <laughs> you know, I just, I just kind of want to. No, 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 no. Be specific. I want to masturbate because I was just on Instagram right now and I saw some cosplay gals and it, and it turned me on. Okay, why did it turn me on? Because I'm a straight male and I like the female body. And when I see the female body, sometimes the female body that I happen to see is in one that I find particularly attractive and it arouses me. Okay, is that a bad thing? Uh, no, 
Why is it not a bad thing? Because I one day would like to be intimately involved with a female that I would hope to be my wife one day, and I want to be able to be attracted to her. I want to know the difference between an attractive female and one that's not an attractive female. Yeah, and one that's attractive to you. Yeah, exactly. In all the ways that matter. Okay, so this impulse is actually a really good thing to have because if I didn't have it, I'd be like, oh, yeah, I guess you're fine. Yeah, you're oh, a female. You've got the You right don't parts. even have a face. No, you don't even have the I don't even know what a female is because I've just not allowed myself to ever look at them and I've just pretended like you don't exist. Good luck. It's like that whole approach of acting like there's not this other part of humanity in the world just like la, la, lying it away doesn't do you any favors Mm -mm. i mean my jeff not my jeff my brother (laughs) jeff in that podcast even said like he had this self-disparaging comment about oh if uh females have questions you're not going to want to come to me he's like don't why are you thinking that way maybe they do maybe they would if you didn't talk poorly about yourself well maybe it was because they're females they shouldn't talk to a male about these problems but Maybe that's not the right way of looking at it. Maybe so, and I can understand that being the case, and it could be kind of awkward, certainly in a church setting, and I'm not suggesting that all the the women come to Jeff and are like, hey, I just really want to touch myself, and I'm just not sure what to do. Do you have any advice? You know what? Um, I've got nothing. I can't help you with that in the way that I think you, I could. Uh, This, you should talk to Sister Martha. This is very awkward all of a sudden. Um, yeah, I don't know. But it, it sounded more like if they had anything that they wanted to talk about, don't talk to me because I'm just yeah. one of these well, guys. they were just like, talking about sex. Okay. They were talking about other lustful thoughts or desires, yeah. rather. But I, I don't think that removes him from the pool of people to talk to about anything. Like, what yeah. if she wants to come by and say, oh, hey, I've got some questions about what what was the whole thing with Jesus walking on the water? Like, oh, I can't talk to you. You have two boobs and a vagina that disqualifies me from having a communication with you. Well, well good luck with that. Extreme, but... Yeah. Anyway. All right. Bye-bye. <laughs>